blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hosts Adam and John Spees. Welcome right. to Throwback. Who talked over me? I'm sorry, this is me. <laughs> you would know. You should know better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds bar trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host Adam Spees. I'm your co-host John Spees. Today we've got the two gentlemen of questionable company taking off the gloves, setting aside the friendship and the partnership to go head-to-head and on our game. In one corner, the host of Trivial Warfare Blitz, Tim the Toolman Edwards. Please say hi and a little bit about yourself. Hello. Uh, I'm surprised. I don't know who the two gentlemen are, but me and Cheyenne are here. Um, uh, Tim Edwards, a uh, trivia host in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, wife and two kids and four dogs, and that keeps me busy enough. All right. And his partner in crime, but his contender today, Cheyenne, the arrow maker, Fletcher. Please say hi and a little bit about yourself. I mean, both of y'all have been on the show before, but uh, yeah, tell us some more. Yeah, same. Uh, In Tulsa, trivia company with Tim, uh, wife, two kids, but only three dogs. So I have a little (laughs) bit more extra time. I've already won the first battle. (laughs) I think I won (laughs) having less dogs. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. You're right. right. This is going to be a good one. Uh, But before we get any further, we need to know the rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. Now that we know how to play our game, I want to get to know Tim and Cheyenne just a little bit better. And because I think we're all we're all nerds here, and any good nerd knows Lord of the Rings. So I want to know who is your favorite Lord of the Rings character? Oh man, like uh, I am overwhelmed by choices here. Um, let me think. Uh, totally blanking. Uh, the 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 King of Rohan. Theoden. Theoden. I'm gonna say Theoden. Okay. Uh, because he's basically uh, depressed uh, at the beginning. And then he rises up and uh, meets the moment, and I uh, appreciate mm-hmm. him for that. That's deep. Is it Helm's deep? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, and Cheyenne. 
Okay, I'm just I'm gonna name a name that I've heard comes from Lord of the Rings, and I think that it should automatically go to Tim because he actually like watched the movies and probably even read the books and knows about it, which I have done neither. So I know that there's something called a Gimli. So that's by far my favorite character. Gimli, son of Gloin. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I, I think it might have been by accident, but I think Cheyenne landed on the right answer. He's he is a fantastic character and uh, added a lot of humor and awesomeness to the film. But I'm going to go with what Cheyenne said, and because Tim's knowledge and obviously his love of Lord of the Rings is more, Tim, you got to go first. All right, <laughs> All right. And by the way, in in, in our uh, uh, pair here. I am Lord of the Rings, and Cheyenne is Harry Potter. That's just kind of uh, the way it shook out. I literally typed out Harry Potter character, and then I was like, "No, Lord of the Rings character." I swapped it at the last second. You would have it would have been uh, same content, just flipped uh, people basically. I was hoping you were going to do like sci-fi movie because I just listened to that most recent episode of y'all's, and yes, I was like, that is, "Oh, you're I ready." Got this. You were yes, we do do that often, but <laughs> all right. All right, Tim, where do you, how do you want to start this game? And I'm picking for me this round, correct? Correct. I'm going to go, go movies. I'm going to go movies. <laughs> and your decade is the 2000s. Shoot. Chris Evans played popular jock Jake Weiler in what 2001 parody movie that poked fun at numerous coming-of-age comedies? This is why I, I should not have chosen movies, because there's some holes in my movie knowledge. And this lands square in the middle of that hole. Um, I'm going to say 10 Things I Hate About You. 10 Things I Hate About You is incorrect. Giant, can you steal? You said it was a parody? It is a parody film. Oh, wow. I don't know. Um, Chris Evans, parody. Uh, uh, scary movie. Scary movie was in that genre, but that is incorrect. John, do you know this one? I believe this was not another teen movie. That is correct. It's not another teen movie, and it is hilarious. It's one of the few of those parody movies that are actually good. Yeah. Uh, date movies, awful. Epic movies, awful. Scary movie one and two are good, and then it gets terrible, but not another teen movie is actually quite enjoyable. You right. just like seeing Chris Evans in the whipped cream bikini. I love seeing him in the whipped cream <laughs> bikini. They they flip that around from Varsity Blues. It's uh, it's pretty funny. There's a, there was a banana as tailpipe too, if you remember that part. Anyway, anyway, uh, Cheyenne, you got to pick your category. Uh, we'll go sports. Okay, and we're going to the '90s. In 1999, this U.S. male tennis singles player completed his career Grand Slam by winning the French Open. He previously won Wimbledon in 1992 and the U.S. Open in 94 and the Australian Open in 95. 99. Uh, Sampras. Sampras is incorrect. Tim, you get a chance to steal. I was hoping it would go this way, that he would eliminate the other obvious answer so that I could sweep in and say Agassi and get it right. Andre Agassi is right. Yeah. <laughs> Tim steals some points. Yep, yep. <laughs> He's so uh, mad. He, he's so mad. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, gets the steal. And Tim, you get to pick your next category. Uh, I'm going to go news and politics. And we're staying in the 90s. Okay. After she passed away in 1994, who became the second first lady 
after Helen Taft to be buried in Arlington National Cemetery? I believe that is Jackie Kennedy Onassis. Jackie Kennedy Onassis is correct. Onassis, Onassis. How do you say that? Onassi? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's Greek, right? Yeah, yeah, I actually think so. All right, Cheyenne, let's get you some points. What category would you like? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's try food. And your decade is the 80s. The fast food world turned upside down when this dessert item was introduced in 1985. It originally was available in four different mix-in flavors, as well as 10 flavors of syrup. And in its first year, 100 million were sold. I can read that again because I feel like I bobbled it. Go for it. Read it again. Okay. The fast food world turned upside down when this des- desert, de- desert, des- I can't read. Wow. When this dessert item was introduced in 1985, it originally was available with four different mix-in flavors as well as 10 flavors of syrup. And in, the, in that first year, over 100 million were sold. And this is a question from Jackie LaFave. Wow. Thank you, Jackie. Great question. It's not a great question. Not because not, <laughs> I can't think of the answer. So no, no I disagree with you. No, it's a great question. Um, don't feed his ego. <laughs> Jackie wrote it, not me. It's Jackie's oh, that's right. ego. Oh, that's right. We love you, Jackie. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, like, I can't even come up with, like, a stupid guess. Um, you said four mix-in flavors and ten syrups? Mm-hmm. Uh, slushies. Slushy is incorrect. Tim, you get to potentially steal. I'm going to explain for a minute why I think Cheyenne struggled with this, because if I'm right, um, this particular chain is not very present in our town of Tulsa, Oklahoma. There are, there's like maybe one and there's some of some surrounding towns, but I happened to go to one of these a couple of weeks ago, just by chance in Henrietta, Oklahoma. I believe it's a Dairy Queen blizzard. The hint being tur- the world turned upside down because when the- some Dairy Queen places, when they hand it to you, they'll turn it upside down to show how thick it is. It is the Dairy Queen blizzard. Man, I thought of milkshake because of the upside down thing. I just could not get that. Uh, pure, pure luck that I happened to be in Henrietta, <laughs> Dairy Queen, two weeks ago. And there's a thing about them turning it upside down. Yep, that is yeah. a thing. Yes, and I think the syrups are like, uh, you know, chocolate syrup, caramel syrup, whatever stuff that they mix into it. Okay, yeah. anyway, Tim, you're on a roll. Let's keep, let's keep that going, maybe. Let's ruin it with some music. Uh, <laughs> and your decade is the 2000s. Truthfully, this 2006 Shakira song hit number one in over 50 different countries. It was also the most played pop song in a single week in American radio history, being played 9,637 times in that week. Uh, I love these questions so far. This is Hips Don't Lie. <laughs> yes, I think just like Shakira, Tim, your hips don't lie. And that sure. is correct. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see that. No, I don't want to see this. <laughs> Thank goodness this is a sound medium for everybody. <laughs> but it was impressive nonetheless. <laughs> All right, Cheyenne. Left, we have TV, fashion, slang, toys and games, and literature. I'm really going to try and push yeah. literature because, you know, other other podcasts have their way of saying things. And so I'm going <laughs> to push my own. How about that? It's going to be completely awful, but I'm going to do it. Uh, it. Well, it doesn't really matter because I'm doing horribly at everything. So I might as well just start from the top the way I have them written and we'll go TV. Okay. 
and we're staying in the 2000s. Wow. Plenty old. I don't think we've, yeah, we've only had 80s, 90s, and 2000s. 2000s, you say, yes? Yes. This MTV show gave glimpses into a celebrity's actual reactions and personality. Just as that celebrity was on the verge of collapse, Ashton Kutcher would rush forth and spare them from a televised nervous breakdown. Punked. Punked is correct. Off to the schneid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now it starts rolling. Exactly. It's just like an avalanche. Just that little bit of start. You can keep going. All right, Tim, what category would you like? Uh, I'm going to do slang. And we're going back to the 50s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most associated with surfers and later reptilian martial artists, this exclamation was first popularized by the character Chief Thundercloud on the 50s TV show Howdy Doody. Cowabunga? Cowabunga is correct. Usually I mean, I terrible yeah. on Ninja Turtle trivia, but uh, managed to get that one. Very well done. We all need some more Ninja Turtle knowledge in our life and i'm glad i could help with a little bit of that so all right cheyenne what would you like uh let's go toys and games and your decade is the 80s okay name this brand of battery powered ride on toy cars for kids that are built with kid-sized realistic features and in some cases real working features like fm radios opening and closing doors and hoods wow um I know this. It's just not coming right now. Wow. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to pull it right now. Um, big Tykes. Big Tykes is a good guess, but incorrect. Tim, can you steal it? No, I can't. Um, Tonka Trucks. Tonka Trucks is incorrect. John, did we ever have one of these? I don't think we ever did. We were not quite so lucky. Um, but uh, if I could venture a guess, I believe these were Pow Pow Power Wheels. Yes, you even got the little song in there. Oh, pow Pow wow. Power Nicely Wheels. Done. That's it. I just right. got rid of ours like a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> to me, they were definitely uh, a sign of the bourgeoisie back in the, <laughs> back in the late 80s. <laughs> you were to totally a bougie kid if you had uh, one of those. I was Especially picketing like these kids when I was younger. Uh, um. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Tim, I believe we are back to you, and you get to choose between fashion or literature. Literature. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, it is your bad. I will go fashion. Okay. And your decade is the nineties. I was, in, this is good because I was at my peak fashionably <laughs> in the nineties. In 1997, this supermodel became the first black woman to grace the cover of the coveted sports illustrated swimsuit issue. Tyra Banks. It is Tyra Banks. Okay. <laughs> and that uh, leaves us. With literature for Cheyenne. You could stop that at any point. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm doing it because it bugs you. That's really all that's all it's about. And his decade is the 80s. Okay. Another question by Jackie LaFave. Thank you, Jackie. Well-known author Judy Bloom primarily wrote books for young girls, but in 1983 she published her first adult novel. 
This story followed the life of fictional Sandy Pressman who decides to reinvigorate her life by having an extramarital affair with an old high school boyfriend. What is the title of this novel? Not big Judy Bloom fans already, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Adult Judy Bloom. I'm a bigger fan of her earlier stuff. And by earlier, I mean her um, earlier in age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, can I get that one more time? You can. Author, uh, well-known author Judy Bloom, primarily for young girls. But in 1983, she published her first adult novel. The story followed the life of fictional Sandy Pressman, who decides to reinvigorate her life by having an extramarital affair with an old high school boyfriend. I didn't put in any, well, Jackie Jackie and I didn't really put in any uh, extra good hints in there. You just got to know your Judy Bloom. That's how we roll here on Throwback Trivia Takedown. You got to know your Judy Bloom. Fifty Shades of Neon. <laughs> That's a fantastic 80s... <laughs> Or answer. So, all right, Tim, can you steal it? Uh, yeah, I can. I'm virtually certain that this is Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Yeah, Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing gets you nothing. Oh, shoot. For, <laughs> no, I mis- uh, I, 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 mis- I misremember that book. Yeah. No, it uh, it was called Wifey. Wifey. <laughs> I've heard of that. Okay. Well, there you go. All right, that is the end of round one. John, could you please give us a score update as much as Cheyenne doesn't want to hear it? Uh, well, Tim uh, did take a little bit of a lead there. <laughs> oh, you're break- breaking up, John. Breaking up. Uh, Tim has 60 and Cheyenne has 10. Okay. All Trust right. me, there, there is a high chance that, uh, that we even up in the second half. It absolutely could happen. We have seen some comebacks before. Excited to see this one potentially happen. And so, Tim, as you went first in round one, now Cheyenne gets to pick for you. And this is particularly fun because y'all know each other pretty darn well. So, good times. So, Cheyenne, what what would you like to torture Tim with to start off round two? Mm, I don't know. He's pretty good. At, uh, let's go with news. And your decade is the 2000s. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just read this. Oh, wow. Did I really put this easy one in here? I did. Okay. <laughs> On December 30th, 2006, this Iraqi dictator was executed by hanging after being convicted of crimes against humanity. Uh, Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Saddam Hussein is correct. That's probably just been sitting in it. We probably haven't had 2000s news and politics for a long time for mine. And so it kind of, you forget what you're right. And then you're like, oh, oh, wow. That was an easy right. question. <laughs> right. So, all right. All right, Tim, what would you like to give to Cheyenne? Okay. Let, before I say this, let me say um, there is without a doubt, no one in the world whose closet and dresser has more <laughs> similar items to mine than Cheyenne. Like we have, he's wearing a t-shirt. I have that t-shirt in uh, my, at my house. Uh, the t-shirt I'm currently wearing, he has and there, m- multiple of these. Yes. Also, currently, as we're speaking, um, near Tulsa, um, Martin Scorsese is shooting a film that stars Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio has been seen around Tulsa at different places. And I can say with 100% certainty that Leonardo DiCaprio in his everyday life, does not dress any differently 
than me and Cheyenne. Okay. He oh. dresses like some 45 year old dad in a t-shirt and shorts. Okay. So knowing this still, did you just become best friends with Leo DiCaprio? Not yet, but I'm working okay. on it. Okay. <laughs> some might call it stalking. I call it making friends. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the category that I'm going to ask Cheyenne to answer is going to be fashion. Long intro, but there you go. <laughs> and your decade is the 80s. Wow, we are staying late. All right, and it's another Jackie LaFave question. Y'all have not done so hot on Jackie LaFave questions, but I'm feeling it this time, okay? 80s fashion. This fashion brand was famous for, famous for their rugby shirts, and in 1989, they used unconventional billboard advertising such as the deathbed scene of a man dying from AIDS, a bloodied, unwashed newborn baby with umbilical cords still attached, and a black stallion copulating with a white mare. And their advertising slogan was United Colors of What Company? Adam, you're going to have to start vetting the questions. Why? What's wrong with that? It's a valid trivia question. (laughs) I think that's Benetton. See, the... All the other stuff kind of ultimately led to United Colors of It's Benetton. Yes, because that's what ultimately, like, yes, I know that one. And a lot of people know United Colors of Benetton. That is correct. Um, yeah. For the life of me, never heard of Benetton. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, they were, oh. yeah, rugby kind of, you know. I wouldn't have got it say, off rugby. As we went in that question, I was like, oh, this sounds like a Benetton thing. Right. There you go. There you uh, go. I got yeah. it off the horse part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Okay. You broke Adam. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. Well, I get as good a laugh if I say I got it off the unwashed bloody baby. No. <laughs> not not as good. All right. <laughs> timing. Comedy is partly timing. <laughs> so all right, uh, Cheyenne, you get to pick for Tim. Uh, I wish I could remember exactly how you're saying it. That literate. <laughs> Just say literature. it the right way. Just say it. Thank you. <laughs> you're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yep. And we have our first 60s question. Okay. Published in 1962, this is the last novel by William Faulkner. The best-selling novel was awarded the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction in 1963. Faulkner previously won this award for his book, A Fable, making him only one of four authors to be awarded the Pulitzer more than once. Did you say William Faulkner? <laughs> um, he starred in that movie with uh, Ben Stiller? <laughs> uh, Absalom, Absalom. Absalom, Absalom is incorrect. Cheyenne, you get a chance to steal. Um, the Reavers. The Reavers is correct. Oh, wow. Nice steal. Well done. Dang it. Yes. I'd never heard of it, but I mean, it won a Pulitzer Prize. Must be decent. Yeah, I saw that he had won it for that. So, very cool. Nice. See, that's that's where Cheyenne gets me for sure. Uh, sure. Literature, the bane of my existence. (laughs) I'm with you. With you as well, because literature is a very difficult. Right, John? Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I'm basically done talking about it unless you guys pick it for the uh, final round, which I hope you do. Uh, but for now, uh, Cheyenne gets the steal and Tim, you get to pick what category he's going to take. Let me give him slang. Okay. And your decade is the 80s. The Harvard University Alcohol Project helped popularize this two-word term in the U.S. when it partnered with movie studios and television broadcast networks to release a series of public service announcements aimed at keeping one friend unimpeded for the night. Uh, Designated driver? Designated driver is correct. All right. You're supposed to miss those, Cheyenne. I'm giving you them (laughs) to miss them. Right. (laughs) Yeah, well, I, I did that the first half. Really good. I did it yeah. really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cheyenne, what would you like Tim to answer next or not answer? I would like him to not answer toys and games correctly. Mm-hmm. And your decade is the 2000s. The 2000s for Tim. In Halo Combat Evolved, released in 2001, you and a buddy would drive around in the M12 force application vehicle, but it was better known by this animalistic name. Mule? The mule is incorrect. Cheyenne, he did his part and he got it incorrect. Uh, Can you steal? I don't know. Uh, Warthog? Why would you just pull out Warthog? That's it. (laughs) Because it is. The M12 Force Application Vehicle is known as the Warthog. All right. Talking to my son has helped a little bit. Okay. All right, Tim, you get to pick for Cheyenne. Uh, we're going to music. Okay. We're going way back to the 50s. To the 50s. In 1956, Elvis Presley had his first Billboard number one hit with a song that thankfully wasn't titled Takotsubu Cardiomyopathy Inn. Uh, Heartbreak Hotel. Takotsubu Cardiomyopathy is a scientific word for Heartbreak and in obviously is a hotel. So heartbreak hotel is correct. All I'm right. sure I butchered butchered that one, but was that your question? We're down to the four categories that did you get that from Train are pretty good at. No. That's the only reason I know that. <laughs> oh, it's for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because heart yeah, heartbreak uh, syndrome. Yes, yep. from scrubs. Uh all right. Cheyenne getting some points, but maybe Tim can get some more. Cheyenne, what are you gonna give him? Are you gonna give him movies, TV, sports, or food? Oh man, I don't know. Um he used to be a chef, so food just seems like a bad idea. I am now really good again. at movies. <laughs> oh yeah, and he is again. Oh, and movies he's really good at. Um, sports TV. It's got to be one of the two. Um, we'll go TV. And your decade is the sixties. What comedy show running from 1961 to 66 was actually a show about a comedy show writer and his wife played by the lovely Mary Tyler Moore? The Dick Van Dyke show. The Dick Van Dyke show is correct. All right. All right. Well, nice job. And what is Cheyenne getting for his next question? I mean, these are like, honestly, these are the three of his strongest categories. Um, Movie, sports, and food. Food, food is definitely out. Movies. I'm going to go for movies and just hopes, uh, hope that it lands in one of his 
like mine in the first round. I hope that mm-hmm. lands on one of his uh, holes. <laughs> that sounded worse than I meant to do. That sounded very bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, your decade is the 90s. Okay. Thank you for nothing, Dice. <laughs> In 1984, Arnold Schwarzenegger came from the future to unsuccessfully kill Sarah Connor. But in 1991, it was this version of the Terminator that came back to go after her son, John. So I'm not looking for the actor. I'm looking for the version of the Terminator played by Robert Patrick. Yeah. But everybody, everybody knows that. Man, I literally almost looked this up the other day to make a joke with it. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Jokes on you now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So much. <laughs> oh. uh, T-800. The T-800 is incorrect. Tim, can you steal? I think it's the T-1000. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the T-800, but Robert Patrick was the T-1000. Nice. Uh, it seems like it should have been like if you compare capabilities, it should have been about the T one billion. Yeah, significantly more intimidating. <laughs> so. Has right. anybody seen the movie Beckett? Uh, I haven't. Nope. Okay, that, never mind. Okay, good story. Does the T one thousand make an appearance? Uh, pretty much should kind of yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, Tim got a steal, and Cheyenne, do you want to give him sports or food? Yeah, I'll pick sports. I think that's 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 a good move. Like, there's holes in sports. <laughs> and I pretty much have food gonna... covered from the 50s on. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going back to the 60s. Okay. In the first franchise shift in Major League Baseball since 1903, this team moved from Boston to Milwaukee and then moved again to their current home city in 1956, or 1965. The Braves. The Milwaukee Braves, the Boston Braves, and the Atlanta Braves is great. The Braves. Yep. Go Braves. Go Braves. Woo. All right. That leaves Cheyenne with food. Um, I mean, this is his best category. So, uh, and he's Yeah, gonna except get the- for Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm trying to jinx you by the way yeah. that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to say it's his best category in an effort to make it not your best category well his decade will be the 90s stuffed crust pizza was introduced in 1995 by this franchise it was even marketed in a commercial with donald and ivana trump who ate it the wrong way <laughs> Man, I think the first t- stuffed crust I remember, and they're always doing weird stuff with the crusts. I'm... Pizza Hut? Pizza Hut is correct. <laughs> yes, they are always, they are kind of like the innovators on funkiness when it comes to pizza. <laughs> yeah, I forgot one they had recently. It was like mini hot dog crust or something. It was something ridiculous. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't know. It sounds pretty good to me. I'd eat that. Yeah, I'd eat it. I'd eat, I'd eat, I'd eat that quote the wrong way. Even yes. though Trump did it too. Like, I'd, I'd do that. Yeah, exactly. Broken I talk is right twice a day. <laughs> All right. That is the end of round two. John, could you please give us our score update? All right. Cheyenne was able to close the gap. Right now, Tim has 100 
and Cheyenne has 70 going into the final round. Oh, see, yeah? I knew it. I knew, I knew it would balance out. That is, and legit. if I had looked up, <laughs> yes, Robert Patrick the other day, we would have been really close. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I needed more people to watch that movie so I could talk about it. <laughs> I think plenty of people saw it, but, uh, all right. Uh, Tim, as you are in the lead, what category do you want for the final round? Food. Okay. Food. I'm going to go head to head, strength to strength, food. Well, it's moldy because it's coming from the 50s. Okay. <laughs> All right. And, um, yep, Cheyenne, what would you like? I'm going to try to find one of his holes in sports. <laughs> <laughs> He said sports, right? I can't you you yourself, bro. Sports? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going all the way up to the 2000s. Okay. Oh, wow. We will start with our 50s. Well, no, no. You guys have to wager. You have to wager. Based on 50s food and 2000 in sports, how much do y'all, what did I say? You said 2000 in sports. 2000 in sports. Yes. 2000 sports and 50s food. Write down your wagers. So we're, we're, we're making just one wager and you have to get yes. both of them correct to get your correct. Wager. Yes. Yeah. That is a difference since you, 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 it was different since the last time you played, but correct. You have to get both of these answers correct to make your wager. Okay. All right. Do I need to send them to you in chat or I now nah, just write trust. them down. Yeah. We trust, we trust you. you enough. Okay. Unless you start looking shifty and then we'll ask you to, to see the paper. Oh, my poker face is impeccable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheyenne, have you done enough math? Are you good? All oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tons of math. Okay. Tons of math. All the math. Mm-hmm. All right. The 50s food question. When this company had an overage of turkey after Thanksgiving in 1953, they came up with an idea to package it as part of a reheatable meal, creating the iconic TV dinner. And your 2000 in sports question. Your 2000 sports question, not 2000 and sports. Your 2000s sports question. In 2007, Barry Bonds broke Hank Aaron's all-time record when he clocked number 756 over the wall as he hit for this NL West team. And I'm just going to put an asterisk all over that entire question. <laughs> Hashtag not my home run king. I'm a Giants fan, so I'm going to keep him as the home run king. <laughs> oh God! You're a what well, fan? way to go! Oh, I had no idea. I had no idea. I, I, yeah, I, I know. It was super. Account, but you're saying it's the Giants? <laughs> well, it's good to know. Well, well, I knew that he had that. <laughs> of course, that was an easy one. As for like the people who are just not sport people, uh, but while they really, really think over the uh, '50s food question, I'm just gonna say, check out. Um, the rest of our shows, but also check out Trivial Warfare Blitz. I mean, granted, we don't need to, to, to talk about Trivial Warfare and Trivial Warfare Blitz. You guys are awesome and have way more listenership than us. But Tim is a fantastic host. He keeps things moving. It's kind of a quick little, easy, digestible podcast. If you guys haven't checked it out, most episodes are around that 10-minute or less mark, and you can listen to them very quickly wherever you are going in the car, and they are some good, fast-paced trivia for you. So make sure to check out Trivial Warfare Blitz. Thanks, Adam. We, uh, we love doing it. It's a good time. All right. I imagine you guys have your answers in, correct? I have them written down. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cheyenne, as you were behind, could you please tell us 
Well, we know one of your answers, but go ahead and tell us again and tell us your answer for the 50s food question as well. Yeah, so shocker here. I put down Giants for mm-hmm. the sports question. Uh, the first, the food one, I'm, I think I have it, but I'm a little iffy. Um, I put Swanson's, but like Bird's Eye had like the first frozen food, I think. So, but I, I went with Swanson's. And Tim, what were your answers? Well, the New I, York, I heard New York Yankees for sure. Yeah, yeah. One. yeah. Uh, I, I, I went uh, I went with, with, with the Giants. Uh, I, I knew that one. On the frozen food, it's the only one I could think of was bird's eye. So so we, we've got like both sides of the uh, proverbial Cosman coin here uh, with me and Cheyenne. And uh, I don't know how it's going to go. This is interesting. All right. Well, the sports question is the San Francisco Giants, duh. Uh, and the food question, the 50s food question, the company that created the iconic TV dinner is Swanson. Ah, <laughs> Swanson created the TV dinner. All right, so, Tim, let's start with you. No. You got it wrong. No, no let's not start with me. <laughs> We're going to start with you. How many points did you wager? Well, I'm not going to show you what I wrote down, but... It, but um, uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, 41. I, I wagered 41 because I wanted to win. Yes. I have no shame in my wanting to win goal. There's no shame in it. Uh, and Cheyenne, what did you wager? Well, so I wrote down here, I've got the number that I bet circled with a bunch of like, made it look like a sun. And then underneath <laughs> that, I have written here what I should bet. Like if I was actually like logically betting this, but since it's a bunch of fun, I just threw all 70 in there. I was like, Mm -hmm. this is like logically the worst bet I could make, but I'm throwing all 70 in there. So John, do some math. Let us know who won. He just wanted to humiliate me. He's being mean and bullying me. And it's not fair. (laughs) I should have bet just zero. Right. With a final score of 140 to 59, Cheyenne Fletcher is the winner. Well yeah. done. Well done. Wow. Good game. And every, and what, what, what a comeback story. Like, <laughs> yes. for the ages. <laughs> it was. Yes, it was. It was fantastic. Y'all were wonderful to have back on the show. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. Uh, Tim. As the unfortunate loser of today's episode, we'll let you talk first about anything you want to bring up or promote or whatnot. Yeah, usually I'm better at trivia than I'm just <laughs> You both did awesome. <laughs> and and th- this is a, a fairly, uh, in, in honesty, fairly representative match. Like we are, have, have a lot of similar strengths and weaknesses and, and uh, it, this was a blast. But um, uh, what I will say is, is first, um, Follow Questionable Company on Facebook. We are going to be streaming games again uh, sometime in September of 2021. And if you want to play from home uh, our game, you're more than welcome to. Also, number two, if you need a pet in your life, and you probably do, uh, you should adopt and not get one from a breeder. And that's my statements. Yep, great statements there. And Cheyenne, as our comeback king of the day, what would you like to say? Uh, yeah, I second both the things that he said. You know, check out Questionable Company and definitely adopt dogs. And also, uh, let's keep 
wearing some masks and get vaccinated so we can have all this get done with. Oh, I'm getting so worn out. But so, yeah, that's about it. And this was a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, listen to more of the Spezas podcast because it's a lot of fun. Thank all of them. Yes. Thank you. There's sometimes too many of them, I think. But <laughs> but thank you guys so much for being on the show. This was a fantastic episode for John. I'm Adam, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. 